Christian, my brother. How are you, dude? I'm fantastic. Dude, I'm so stoked you came back on, man. And and now I've got James on the show with me too. And you remember Hello. James from the show? Oh uh, yeah, I remember James. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, because we that, we went man. out after the show and uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. We went out after the show, went to the club and stuff. Yeah, man. Exactly. How you been? His son was like flexing on us, wasn't he? Oh yeah, yeah. His son <laughs> yeah. was there. <laughs> hey, he follows you by the way. He's like, Oh my god, these guys are big icons. I was like, I gotta meet him. I remember Absolutely. That. Of course I remember you guys. Well, dude, uh, thank you so much for coming back on, and I'm super excited. Like, you've done big things since the last time I saw you, and like hearing you've gone on tour, like that, that's insane to me, dude. It's like you and Rise have blown up, man, and I'm so happy, so happy. I appreciate it, man. It's been a lot to actually still have two more shows on the tour, and they're this week. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it Where? is. Oh snap! Sorry. No, you're good. Anywhere you haven't come to Colorado, unfortunately. I'm trying. I'm working on that though. I'm devastated, I dude. I want to come back that. so bad. Well, I'm working on that. I've been talking to some clubs uh, and some other places. I'm trying to see if I can get you uh, a gig, man. And then, just if anything, I'll just open up for you and let you take the whole show, man. That'd be awesome. That'd be so sweet. Yeah, and you got married. Congratulations. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Congrats, yeah, man. A lot has happened. Oh my goodness. And, and you have hair this time? Like last time I saw you, you didn't have hair. And now you get the locks going, man. Looks I good. The locks of love. Bald headed baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my gosh. It's so weird because it's like time has been flying. So I guess I didn't realize how much has happened since. I was with you guys because wait, when was that? What year was that? Dude, it's been a year and a half, like almost. It's it was July of 2022. That's yeah. it. <laughs> well, <laughs> to me, it feels like that, that. I can't believe it's been that long. I'm like in between. I'm could because yeah. that seems like a long time, but at the same time, a year and a half is not that much. Yeah, that's true. I guess when you're young. It's not that much when you get when you're getting older like us over here. We're like, damn, time's flying, yeah. man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I, I'm I'm turning forty next year, man. I think that's nuts. Sweet baby Jesus, I, I know. And James just had his fortieth birthday. I know. I just had mine. <gasps> yeah. yeah. Oh, the nuts, dude. So so tell us about <laughs> this tour, man. How did it get started? Like what? Like what? who got you the gigs like what did you have to do like tell us everything man dude it has been insane so i the whole way that this ended up actually working out was i started making videos with my parents and it's pretty much mm. a testimony in the same way because um so my wife and i before we were married we were still just dating at the time we were engaged but we were living in an apartment and for the longest time, like God kept convicting me that we shouldn't be living together before we were married. And I was like, no, no, no. Um, like I know what we're doing. Like, we're, we're fine. We're fine. So we kept living together and dude, the videos were doing trash. Like they were so bad. So the Lord kept convicting my heart. Finally, um, he convicted me enough where I was like, okay, God, you win. Um, we're giving this to you. We trust you that you'll uh, sustain our relationship, even if we're not in complete control of it. I moved back in with my parents, and 
when I moved back in with them, that's when I started making videos with them. And that like rebirthed my page because my videos were doing so bad. And when I started posting videos with them, it was like million views, two million views, three million wow. views, three million views, back wow. to back to back. And because the page was so heavy, we were trying to capitalize on it. So I would just have people message me where they wanted me to come visit or to do shows at because I was telling them, hey, I do stand up also. And people were just messaging me. I was reaching out to clubs because at the time I didn't have an agent or anything. So I was reaching out, talking to the clubs, booking the shows, booking the flights, still working on the material. And then I would be flying out there, doing the shows, sleeping in the airports. And because I didn't want to pay for the hotel or coming, going for a little bit. Because like you said, I just got married in June. So I didn't want to be gone for the first four months of our marriage. So yeah. I try to space the shows out and it's been working out very, very well. Like I've been home for a couple of days now and then I leave for California Wednesday. So you, are you and your wife living together again though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. After we got married, I moved back in. Yeah. Gotcha. Dude, that's crazy. And first off, parents, I have noticed if you get your parents involved for some reason, people love that. Yeah. They love it. And, and like you blew up. I know somebody else who, you know, she always puts like little posts with her dad and her dad's very like, he's, he's different. Like he, he's very free. He likes doing mushrooms. He has blue hair and like, he just does these like random conversations with her. And I mean, every time it's, it's a million plus views and I'm just like, oh, yeah. that's insane. And then, you know, I've seen, um, there's this other guy that he does stuff with his dad all the time and they blew up and I just saw them doing like some sort of like hairy shaving commercials or something on TV. And I'm just like, man, like it, it's yeah. insane. It's, it's awesome. You know, like yeah. I, I wish I had parents that I could do that with. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. But Dude, no, man. Weird. I think it's just, I was trying to read into, I was trying to read the audience of the videos to see why people were liking it so much. And I think it's just, well, one, obviously is two different generations and that could be so much comedy in and of itself, like the converging of their different thought processes, but also people just like videos with multiple people in them because they get to see, like if they're not represented in the one person in the video, like if they're not crazy or energetic. They want to see somebody who's calm reacting to the crazy energetic person so they can identify with the calm person. And that makes them like the video even more. So your parents are more of the calm and you're more of the rambunctious person. So my dad is awesome. Both my parents are wild, but in the huh. videos, my dad would be wild with me. And then my mom would be that calmer. Sounds about right. And people would say, oh my gosh, your mom is a saint. How? And so the moms <laughs> would be identifying with her like, oh, I leave crazy boys also. So it's very interesting. Yeah, I, <laughs> I love how close you are to your family and, and your parents, man. Like it's such a rarity nowadays, I feel. I, I mean, I, unfortunately I'm not close with my dad at all. I haven't seen my dad in so many years, but my mom, she's still around, but we, she, she wouldn't, she wouldn't get on camera for anything. There's no way she's getting on camera. That's yeah. just who my mom is. She's too camera shy. Mm -hmm. So, so when that's why I said that earlier, I wish I had parents I could do that with. So, but <laughs> it's because of that, you know, but I mean, so I try to do things on my own and 
I'll admit I've been very absent from TikTok and social media in general, other than what I'm trying to establish with the podcast. But yeah, it it's been it's been nuts, man. Just seeing you guys grow and um, just it made me feel so good knowing that I got you guys to come to my show and. I know my show had nothing to do with you blowing up the way you have, but I'm just glad like I got to you before you blew up to this extreme. Cause then it would have, ne- well, I mean, I don't think it would have ever happened. You know what I mean? Like people's schedules get so busy, like rises, right. rises going on tour. He's, he's like recording music in Eminem studio and doing, yeah. you know, it's insane, man. Like, Whoa, you know, it's crazy. It's, it's so I'm hard. so happy. Dude, and I, that's why I appreciated your show so much because it was like training me in a sense because I had never traveled that far to do um, comedy. So when I was traveling for that, and we were only there for we were there for less than twenty four hours. So we flew in. Oh, that's right. Morning up, slept for a little bit. We went to the radio, did that show, and then hung out for a little bit, and then we had our show. We went when we went to the club after that, and then we left like three hours later for the airport. So that like prepared me for how this tour has been going because at a lot of these places, if I'm not staying that long, I don't want to stay longer than I have to. So I'm just coming in, doing the show, and leaving immediately. So I, I'm constantly thinking about how the Colorado show is the first time I ever had to do that. So it was That's like awesome. preparing me for what was gonna happen. That's awesome, man. I want so badly to do that again. Like if I had the, eventually it'll happen, but if I have the capacity to do it, like all of us here get rise again, get uh, Jeremy and Carrie and go on like a tour like you guys are doing and just do it everywhere, man. It would be so much fun. It'd be live shows everywhere. Yeah. Right. James, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say it wasn't rising Canada yeah he went i know he went to canada like i think it was right before the live show with us oh yeah he did some like canada stuff it might have been right before or right after and then yeah and then he got he came and did this and then he started doing some other stuff but then it like out of nowhere i just see him like oh i'm gonna be recording here or hey my new album's coming out or hey i'm going on tour or hey i'm opening for afro man like hey i'm i'm just like congratulations man that's so killer dude so cool it's insane james what were you gonna say i'm sorry i did not mean to cut you off i don't know what i was gonna say (laughs) sorry way off there but no you're good you're good boss and it's always three of us now so not one-on-one so it makes things a little bit more complex so well james i know He's been excited to have you on with us too, because one, he's never had an interaction like this with you. Like, yeah, we hung out, but like the podcast, I guess, uh, environment and James very similar, similarly to you does a lot of voice impressions. So he wanted to like, kind of have like a little voice off with you and see what you guys can do. (laughs) I know, I know you have a lot on your plate because I know you be practicing God knows how many times. I know you probably have some new ones and everything. I just went in my childhood. Uh, I mean, he, what we had on our one of our shows, we talked about how many movies we have. So we had over 3,500 VHSs. And so we had, I would always try to like, especially the comedy and all that stuff. I try to do voice impressions. And I know one of your favorite people is Jim Carrey. So Jim Carrey is my boy as well. So I was like, 
I try to do anything that he does and like it just right. just doing any acting and voice impressions I just love to to portray and I'm like oh this guy is my man here because you I like how you just intertwine everything with you and your your excitement and your how you express yourself and then but you do it in a different voice I'm like that's awesome mm-hmm. I pr- I appreciate that man <laughs> it all I mean you can use every form of comedy when you're doing kind of like you don't have to do just one-liners you can put a voice in a one-liner and it could still be <clears throat> comedy you know what i mean oh yeah absolutely. that's what makes it so much fun to do that's why i kind of enjoy it so i mean that's why i do all these costume gigs and i'm like more practicing and like i'm like dude i really like this and enjoy it just to get into character and all that i don't know if you have something like that going on in your future where you want to be on like a movie screen and really express yourself and you can be more authentic just like some of these big time comedians i don't know whether that's your goal yeah dude when i was little i didn't know i wanted to do stand-up i wanted to like i wanted to be jim carrey and i saw him in all these Mm. movies so i wanted to be in movies i didn't know that he did stand-up before the movies i thought that i thought that he was just funny on set and they were like hey you should go stand in front of people and talk so i thought he did it backwards but when I found out that they did stand up first, I was like, all right, I'll try it. Then I fell in love with it. So if it leads to movies and stuff, like I was recently in a TV show and it oh, was what? so, yeah, it's called um, Mayberry Man, the series. So it's like a spinoff of the Andy Griffith show. Yeah, that's awesome. They made a movie about it and then they're making a series. They made the series off of the movie. I'm in the series and it is it was so much fun because just like you said, like I could dive into a character. And when I got the script for it, well, when I auditioned and the character was supposed to be a really bad actor. So I was really overdoing it in my audition tape, trying to be a bad actor. And the director told me, he said, I thought that you had just never seen a movie before in your life because it was so bad. And he thought that I was... <laughs> he was like this dude is disgusting like has they ever done anything before so he kept but he kept coming back to the video because he said my face would just like captivate him he said he couldn't look away from my face even though everything i was doing was so bad so he didn't understand what i was doing at first and then once he found out he was like okay so i ended up getting the part when i got out i had been studying the script so much and i had so many ideas to implement into it and when I presented them all to him, he was like, okay, well, that's a little too much, but we can do some of it. <laughs> and so the character ended up becoming me. He let wow. me turn the character into over-exaggerated, wild, fun, like can be serious at some points. And the character literally just shapeshifted into me. So just like what you said, like how the movie, like the comedians take what they do in stand-up to a screen. I was able to do that, and it's being looked at right now by a couple of networks. I think they're actually in the final workings with one network to where the show could get picked up, but yeah, dude, it is wow, fun, man. So did they come to you with that script, or how did you find that gig? It's a whole nother daggone testimony. Dude, God has been working <laughs> so much. There's no doubt in my mind that like whatever – I've been doing or not even like what I've been doing, what God's been putting in front of me. It's from him because this just doesn't happen. I've been doing comedy for two and a half years, man. 
this stuff like this doesn't happen you know what i mean yeah. so i got the um that gig because i met a comedian at a thing called the christian comedy association and he i'd never been to that before but a gentleman performed at my grandma's church in texas and she wore a shirt with my face on it and ran up to this comedian after the show and she said my grandbaby's a comedian <laughs> and so he gave her his information to give to me i reached out to him he was actually the president of the cca or it used to be so i went to the cca because of him and then i met a gentleman there who was also an actor as well as a stand-up he told me he was auditioning for this show called mayberry man the series and he saw this one character and he thought as soon as he read the description of the character he thought of me he was oh dude you could do this and he kept bugging me about it to audition for it and i was like dude the only other stuff i've done is like high school plays i, I played a monkey my sophomore year in high school i was like that's the last thing <laughs> you know what i mean so to go from that to auditioning and then i auditioned and then a couple of weeks later i talked to the director and he was like yeah we're gonna bring you out so flew out to california and the whole time i was just thinking what in the world is jesus doing that <laughs> like why is he using do i live in the middle of amish country okay like my town is tiny so it's so weird but it's exciting as all get out to see and what is happening yeah not only that but like I told you from the very first time we had a chat, man, you are so talented. And, you know, thank God for these video platforms that have allowed you to show everybody who you are when you live in this small Amish, you know, community. And it's like, you know, that, you know, that to me is so exciting for people having the opportunity to that have talent to get out there and not have to move their entire lives to a big city like New York or LA or something, you know, and yeah. you are a proven fact of that. And I'm not taking anything away from Jesus work. I promise you that. I just, Please. I just want you to know that you are very talented as well. Jesus. Dude, made him, so. True. So it's, <laughs> that is true. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. What did you say? Jesus made you anyway, so it doesn't really matter. So the God, <laughs> you've God creation either way to make people smile and laugh. So, Hey, Cheers Thanks. to it anyway. So you're doing your job and your due diligence, and he's probably up there crying, laughing. Dude, <laughs> that's crazy to think. Have you ever seen the show The Chosen? Uh, I have not watched it. Uh, it's on Netflix, right? Is it Netflix? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've I've skimmed like past it, and I've watched the preview. I haven't come to watch it yet. Is it good? Dude, it's an insane show. It's so awesome. Just because it's like Jesus's life, or at least his mm -hmm. ministry part of his life from the perspective of the disciples though. And, but you said how like Jesus probably, God's probably up there laughing. Dude, we're not in the show. Jesus's character, he'll make jokes because like when he was on earth, he was a human. So like he knew yes. how to laugh and he was laughing. And the first time I saw him make a joke, I started tearing up because it just made me think it's like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, God is the creator. And like he created us, but he knows he laughs. And it's so <laughs> yes. weird to think about. I, I had to pause the show because I was like, why am I crying over a joke right now? <laughs> but hey, it's just those little things that just remind us like how much he's thinking about us also. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So well, cool. Deep down in your when you're talking about your character that you're you're portraying, like can you tell more about it? Like who are like 
in, in part of the show that you are like what exactly that is oh yeah traces you yeah so the character is i play the lead actress's neighbor in her apartment complex in california oh, here's okay. another uh, dude it's insane i play uh early 20 year old aspiring actor who moved to california from a small town in ohio i'm from ohio holy i'm 22 i was 21 when we recorded it dude everything that was connecting was like this is weird and the character was a young actor and the description of him was that he would never make it in hollywood so that's why i was being so over dramatic and stuff but the director when i was giving him all like the i wasn't like writing rewriting the character the character was set in stone but i would just be saying oh can i do this can i make this line funnier and the director said he didn't want to waste any of that so that's when he just let me be wild and as soon as i get reels and stuff it'll be so much easier to explain (laughs) like actually showing it what that remind me of because i mean because i my childhood but one of my favorite shows was family matters Mm. (laughs) And that's what it just reminded me of. Cause TGIF. Like, Remember that? TGIF. Well, think about it. I mean, <laughs> Steve Urkel was not the main person, but he created something yeah. that made him the main icon for that show. Correct. So who knows? Maybe you might be your own doll one day. And I'm just like, did I do that? You know, so, <laughs> right. because, but then you're going to have your own sleigh names and everything, what you do, and, and it's going to be on a doll. That'd be actually kind of cool. That'd be insane, dude. <laughs> insane. Well, was your character, so was it written before you were even casted that way, like from Ohio and, and all of that, the similarities? Yeah. Oh, so that wasn't written for you. No. Wow. That that description has nothing really to do in the show. That was just the director's backstory of what he wanted this character in the show to be like. Wow. And then I auditioned and then I, was, I told the director all these similarities and he was like, "This." He just thought it was weird, also, you know. Yeah, where's the? Uh, was it shot in California? Yes, and it was um, it was shot in a bunch of different places. It was shot in California. It was in North Carolina, and uh, uh what was the last place? I can't dig on. <laughs> I cannot remember. I'm sorry. I don't know. There was some other place. Um. It's a state in America, and okay, that narrows it down to fifty. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Oh wait, I have a no. I'm not going to exit out of the screen because I don't know if I'll be able to come back into it. Okay, anyway, it's recorded in shot in three places, three different states. Cool. I only recorded in California because my character was supposed to be living in California. So how was that? You got a free trip out out of it. No, 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 no. Um, so it's a pretty low budget thing. Mm. So actually, that actually makes for some really funny things because this was how low budget it was. My first scene, we recorded it in an apartment complex because I'm her neighbor. Mm. And we, I was in my apartment. These were real people's living spaces. Sure. Like I was about to walk out to record the scene. The lady who lived in the apartment was seven feet behind me playing candy crush on her phone <laughs> she's like good luck baby i was like Thanks. and then and then i went out and recorded it dude 
it was so funny. That's awesome, actually. I, I so when I lived in L.A. in Hollywood, uh, this apartment complex that I lived in, actually, a movie came out shortly after I moved there, and it was with Jenny McCarthy, Jim Jim Carrey's ex, actually, but yeah. <laughs> Jen, Jenny McCarthy. Um, and I forgot, I think it was called like love bites or love sucks or something like that. But it's funny cause she's in this apartment and it's humongous apartment, like very nice. And as she exits the apartment, I notice the apartment complex and the actual apartment is my apartment, <laughs> but the inside of that apartment was not my apartment. This was yeah, a yeah. small, very small studio apartment that I lived in. But I was like, oh, my God, Jenny McCarthy was in my apartment. Like, how right? awesome. Is <laughs> and it was random. No one told me that. I would just happen to watch the movie. And I saw that. I was like, whoa, that's Dude, crazy. That's, yeah. That's funny <laughs> so, that that happened. Yeah, man. That's way crazy. It's it just, I don't know, man. I love Hollywood. I love how they manipulate everything and anything just to, you know, make it seem like it's this extraordinary, unbelievable, unimaginable place, you know, and it's crazy. Yeah. It's so cool. I, I love it. When I was, sure. when I was really, really young, I wanted to live in Hollywood. <laughs> like, so when, like when I started finding out who Jim Carrey was and I saw all these big actors living in Hollywood and then, um, then I started like watching videos on YouTube, at, like 2 AM and like interviews of like Jim Carrey talking about the, and all these actors talking about the like, dark side of Hollywood. I was like, well, I don't want to live there anymore. <laughs> so, it was a trip, man. It was a trip. Like, I, I mean, I won't get into how many stories I have, but I have a lot. And I mean, you know, you go down the street, and you'll, you know, of course, you'll see homeless, but you'll see a homeless guy getting stabbed, and then walk to the next building and run into Jack Black. Like, it, it's oh, just <laughs> like that. It's so crazy, man. Or. Or like all of a sudden, like the biggest artists in the world, like, oh, they're over here doing a signing just to a couple of people or they're having like a very small, intimate concert. You want to go? And I'm like, 20 people seeing 30 seconds to Mars. Yeah, I'm in. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Like, just it, it's it's just a whole different world out there, man. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's, it's cool. It is scary if you have a family. But me as a single person, I loved it, man. I, I would not take any of those seconds back even if i had the chance it was just so that's, cool that yeah I, that is cool because like now you have those stories now dude that sounds overwhelming to the senses yeah it, it can be, able be to watch somebody get shanked and then see jack black yeah yeah dude it, it's, Panda. and it was crazy one of my friends <laughs> one of my friends was actually visiting me from colorado at the time and he had never been to la and we're walking down hollywood boulevard and this is right at dusk so it's getting dark and this homeless guy, you know, he's asking for money and we say, oh, no, sorry, we don't have any change on us, which we didn't. We were being honest and we cross the street. And then right as we get over to the other side, we hear all this commotion and that same homeless guy is just getting stabbed by some guy. And I'm just like, what in the world is going on? And then we walk and right next to is like Ripley's Believe It or Not. There's a McDonald's and then a Ripley's Believe It or Not. You know where I'm at? I do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right when we get to, so it was on the other side of McDonald's. So across the street from McDonald's is where that stabbing was. And then we got to McDonald's and then Ripley's like right by Ripley's is where Jack Black's just standing and hanging out, like just being Jack Black. And I'm just like, 
what in the world? Like, how is this weird. happening? It's <laughs> so weird. Yeah, man. It's no other places like that. I pro. I right? promise. Right? <laughs> yeah. Crazy, dude. Oh but my gosh. I have another sim, which is kind of related. I guess it's linked to, I guess, my podcast with you, but it didn't have anything to do with my podcast. It's just a weird link. But you were on my show. Tanya Lee Davis was on my show. And Tom Coverley were on my show, was on my show. And I got to know all of you guys. And you guys had never, I didn't, you know, I didn't introduce you guys. I didn't bring you guys yeah. up. And then next thing you know, I see all three of you are doing shows together. Yeah. Now, I was like, what? How did this happen? Like, that is amazing. Tell me about that. Like, how did that whole thing come about? Dude, it's at a club like an hour from my home in Pottstown, Pennsylvania. It's called Soul Joel's. It's an amazing, amazing, amazing club. Actually, Tom and I will be co-headlining there the day after Thanksgiving this year, November 24th. Wow. But okay. That night. So Tanya was headlining there. Her and Tom have been friends for a long time. I'd never met either of them. So, by the way, the end of the story will blow your mind even more. Just okay. That. Okay. So, <laughs> I went to the club. I got there early. Just so I, like, I had no soul, Joel, and I just wanted to get there early and see how the setup was going to be. Tanya came in on her scooter, so she came in rolling hot, and she was so sweet right off the bat. Oh, yeah. Tom had been there for a little bit. So, I, that was my first time meeting Tanya. But Tom and I got to talk for a little bit, and his brother is a police officer in the hometown, in my hometown, Oxford, Pennsylvania, where I grew mm. up. Wow. So I was like, this okay. is crazy. And then I find out, and I start thinking about it, his last name was Coverly. I graduated with a girl whose last name was Coverly, and I tell him about her, and he's like, that's my niece. Wow. So I went to school with his niece from middle school to high school, graduated with her. And then like two, three years after graduation, I'm performing with her uncle in an hour from our hometown. And then so him, like I said, him and Tanya have been friends for such a long time. But that connection to me blew my mind just because I'm like, what are the chances that it's that close of a relationship? Right. Like a step over from knowing each other through family. Yeah, that's crazy. Because, and and just like you, I felt that weird connection too. I'm like, I had all three of these people on my show prior to this. And now they're all performing together. And I was just, yeah, I was blown away. And then I remember texting you. I was like, dude, are you, are you? working with Tom and, and, uh, Tanya. And, and you were like, yeah. And I was like, dude, you know, they were on my show too. And so you didn't, I, I don't remember if you remembered that or not, but I'm curious. It was my podcast brought up at all. Like the link there. Dude, I didn't know if you had texted me that I think it was after. And I didn't, Maybe it was. I mean, like we got each other's information, but it wasn't like an everyday messaging thing until a couple weeks down the road. But it never came up. But I'm, I'll be with Tom literally this month, so I'm gonna bring it up to him. Yeah, that's crazy. Because that and is yeah, it, it's I couldn't believe that. I would love to have, a, like, go with to a show with all of you guys on there. Tanya, I mean, how awesome is she? I I had no idea her background. So when I had her on the show, I knew that she had uh, uh, she had done the uh, uh, what was that reality show the uh last comic standing 
So yeah. I, I I knew she had done that. I had no idea how much like TV background she had. And she, you know, she was in Austin Powers. Like she had like all kinds of stuff, dude. I, I mean, it was like a mini trailer or something like, like literally mini. Cause it was like a bunch of little people like running after mini me. Like the, yeah. he was dressed as Austin Powers and she was part of that. I thought that was so cool. And so uh, I just could not believe that connection had happened. And I'm like, man, like it made me feel good knowing that people that are doing so well, not only on social media, but outside of social media. And I, me, nobody has had the pleasure of having all these conversations with people. And uh, it just, I don't know, it, it makes me feel like I'm accomplishing something. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it definitely yeah. fills a void for me. And I think it's amazing. Dude, That that's one, that's awesome. And two, it's like such an eye opener to that doesn't matter how big you are, like you're still just a normal human being, right? Yeah. Like, so, yeah. I mean, if you're viewing it from that, you're down here, that we're up here for some reason, it's not like that. That's the crazy thing is that we're all just as excited to entertain people. Yeah. It's just different avenues. And when oh, you're in entertainment, that's the whole goal for everybody is just yeah. entertain people. So we're really yes. not on different i mean we might have different what's it called um credits but at the core we all just want to have people have a good time so i mean yeah. it's really really cool when you think about it we're all just normal folks yeah absolutely it's uh james and i so i don't know if you remember this but so james and i met when we were like three years old so we've known each other he's pretty much my brother like i if he wasn't at my house, I was at his house most of the time at his house because his house is way cooler. And like you said, they had every movie in the world. And uh, we have always like had that. We've shared that goal. Like we were like, we eventually are going to be in a movie or we are going to be on TV or we are going to be in some which way or form part of the entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's why when podcasting has blown up and then my podcast was doing so well, and I wanted to bring on a co-host. I'm like, who better than, you know, my, my, my big bro here, you know, and, right. and bring him into this part of the world. And hopefully some opportunities that have happened to like you guys will eventually come to us as well. And, uh, and, and it'll bring us to all into light. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think oh, we both yeah, have, dude. we all have different types of qualities. Mm -hmm. So like the things that you've gone through and then you just bring it over here. And then I, the things that I've actually done in my life, you know, I've done modeling, I've done some acting too. So that's what I was saying. Did some commercials and yeah, I did a short film. Um, so I did all these cool things. So that's like, okay, now I want to really pursue something bigger. So maybe this might be our lucky, lucky day and everything. So, yeah. So like, right. And then we got to see other people and maybe one day I might be on a show with him. <laughs> well, speaking of which, like, have you have a target in your area? Like the store? Yeah. Target. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Target. <laughs> so if you go down the fitness aisle in target oh, that's what we're doing. and, uh, they, they have like yoga balls and like medicine balls and stuff. Yeah. You'll James is on the cardboard piece, like the, the nice. little model for for those medicine balls and <laughs> it's so serious? yeah it's yeah. so funny and it's been i don't know you've it's probably been like close to 10 years yeah, but they're still years. selling in target because i go down target and i see it every time i'm there yeah. it's crazy <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> yeah 
fitness products, but you know, so it, uh, I used to be a fitness model, so it really paid off on that part and done so much stuff with it. You know, then I'm like, once I've done, I've uh, achieved so much with the modeling side, I was like, I really want to get into the acting world. So, mm-hmm. and do what you're doing and just, you know, make people laugh and just feel good about themselves and just yeah. for as far as entertainment wise goes. So I see what you do and I praise it. So I want to do the same thing That's one so day. Cool maybe find my own niche, you know, like you are. I mean, people say I look like the rock, so I can't take on the rock. Um, you can, you the can be the pebble. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were going to say it too. God dog, I'm like, yes, I'm the pebble. Or I get, you look like the rock, but the good looking one. I'm like, sorry, the rock. <laughs> Dude, it's hilarious you said that. This entire time I've been waiting for a little sliver of the conversation where I could tell you that you look like the rock. <laughs> But the Pebbles version, I was like, God, dog, I get that all the damn time. Maybe I just need to boost up a little bit, but I don't think that's how we're going to Oh, no, you're confident. That's what you but, dude, there's, well, one, if you're thinking like niches and stuff or niche, however you pronounce, I don't know, models laugh. So if you wanted to do, I mean, I think, do they laugh? Do models do they laugh? laugh? Yeah. I, I, yeah, they should. Oh, okay. I, I don't know. So, um, if do if models laugh then you could literally do shows for modeling places like oh you guys have been working so hard we wanted to do something very special for you we brought a former model now comedian to come and entertain you guys and you'll be able to make jokes about modeling because you know what it's like to be a model you know what i mean oh yes Absolutely. So you could talk about the struggles of it, the what's it like seeing or somebody saying they saw your face in Target, you know what I mean? So that'd be really oh, cool to do, dude. That would be cool. Yeah, that'd be something new, uh, something probably yeah. that they don't really get often. But I mean, I guess most of those models, they have to be serious with their looks, especially fashion shows, because they don't really have to be like... Yeah. <laughs> so they're more that, well, like... Yeah. But it's changed. I, I think it's changed. Like today's day and age, modeling is something different now. You don't have to be six foot three, a hundred pounds. Like, you know, I'm seeing all the different, um, I don't need like types of people. I'll just put it that way. Types of people that are modeling now and you know, the plus size and you have the, the people that have, you know, skin defects, like they're modeling now. And, and I think it's amazing. Cause I don't, I hated I, personally in the modeling world, that was the one thing I hated was it was so stereotypical to one type mm-hmm. of person. Yeah. And and now anybody, shit, I could go be a model and I'm not good looking at all. <laughs> it, is, it is the truth though, because like for me, I'm on the shorter end of male models. Mm. And so I never thought I would get a chance. And so oh. they're like, hey, just letting you know you're con- you're considered a midget. In the male model world, really? I'm like, I'm like I'm <laughs> and you're almost six foot tall, bro. <laughs> well, because <laughs> well, you gotta think about. It. <laughs> oh my god! So the because uh, like the females, the supermodels, like you know, like Tyra Banks and all them, they're like they start off at five foot eleven. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah, five foot eleven, some change, but they yeah, so they're tall like Amazonians. And yeah. so the, when they're and the reason why they like them as far as models and especially runway models is because they make the clothes look slimmer and it fits them better. And so it doesn't, it, 
Yeah. But I, I mean, I, I was like, well, you know what? I'll just try it and see what happens. And literally I started to blow up after seven months of just hard work of just keep going to all these auditions, just like you're doing. And now I'll see what's happened. And then I just started getting these big leads and then I started becoming a principal and so a lot of them and wow. I wound up being on, you know, like he was saying fitness products and then I was on a billboard and I did commercials and I was like, they're like, you know what, you're one of our leading uh, models. And I was like, you know what, at the end of the day, it's not about what they think, it's what the client thinks and what they want. So, True. <clears throat> and so that's why I was like, you know what, I'm going to continue to pursue this and then got my kids involved and then they got it. I got to do stuff with them. And now I'm, I want to really get into the acting world, but COVID kind of shut that down because I was starting to learn a lot about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do you have an act? Do you uh, do any acting classes or anything like that? Not any acting classes. Like, I don't go to somebody, but I mean, I watch I watch a lot of YouTube videos, but I've been, I mean, I feel like everybody does that, you know, like, how can I crown command? YouTube. So I feel like everybody, because I, you know what I mean? So I don't live in an area where I could do acting classes, but the good thing that, I guess the good thing that did come out of COVID was that now there's so much on Zoom that you could do acting yes. classes on Zoom if you really wanted to, and auditions on Zoom. Absolutely. Um, so that's like one of the good things, I guess. Well, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but I kind of see this with you. I think you and I are similar in the fact that I did some acting classes, but most of my acting training has been basically doing what other actors do on TV. Like I will try to mimic mm -hmm. their actions, mimic their, uh, their, their, I guess all their uh, mannerisms. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's how I've learned, you know, a lot of people are like, Oh, well, yeah. And I'm sorry if he listens to this. I doubt he does, but if he does, but uh, uh, Rob Gronkowski is awful. He, yeah. he, but he does so much work, and I and I watch him, you know, in these commercials. He's just like, oh man, it looks fantastic. You know, it's just it's terrible. And then you know, <laughs> and a lot of people, huh? Well, there are some good, like Peyton Manning is phenomenal at acting. Uh, I think I could tell you that John Cena. I don't. He's not good. At he's got the rock was terrible, but he's gotten better. He's rock, way yeah. better now. And same with John Cena. I mean, if you ever saw the Scorpion King, I mean, that acting that was, horrible. was horrible, you yeah. know, and you look at him now, you know, you know him as, uh, uh, what was that? Uh, black, black Adam, black Adam, or even in the fast and furious movies, know. like he's really, he's, he's really grown into a, a, a good actor. Good Iron was great though. Grid, yeah, Gridiron Gang, he was good. And that's when he started getting good, I think, was like Walking Tall, Gridiron Gang, yes. Rundown. That's when he started to really find his acting way. And he probably took a bunch of classes and, and you know, in between his gym sessions. But he, right. uh, <laughs> but he, uh, yeah, but he, oh, sorry, going back to, uh, to Rob, the reason I brought that up was because people have asked, like, how do you pretend that you're having a conversation with someone when you know what they're going to say, or you know what you're going to say. And, you know, the only advice I have, and it's not much, it's not like I'm on TV, but from what I have done, especially on TikTok, like I've just learned to like tell my mind that this is the first time meeting this person. I know I'm going to say this, but I'm playing the script in my mind. Like I'm writing it in my head. So yeah. that way my actions seem a little bit more real 
than yeah. just like like oh yeah and you know it it, it gives oh, yeah. you a little character i guess you know uh-huh. and and i feel i guess my whole point to this was i feel like that's kind of how you've trained yourself as well am i am i wrong no not at all pretty much and my like siblings and i we used to growing up we would put on stuff for, i mean i feel like a lot of kids do this hopefully kids thing. still do this but no they like, don't, they, <laughs> that's they don't. Uh, electronics well well well, okay, well let's hear what you had to say maybe they do oh um like do stuff like for their family like if they have people come over oh can we put on a little show for you guys can we do a music they don't they're like this wait 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 right that that was a common thing yes we did it in my house too when we were young oh yeah like i remember we did it yeah but, but like i have never met anybody else that said yeah i used to put on little shows for my my family really? yeah yeah oh yeah i didn't dude. i didn't know that was common i would say a hundred percent of people in entertainment did something like that growing up it was either that or they were the complete opposite and didn't want to be in front of anybody and they just oh, watched God. and listened to what everybody else was saying have hmm. you ever seen the movie weekend and bernie's oh yeah <laughs> I used to reenact that in front of my family. This little dance. Well, I started <laughs> off with my butt in the air, just doing this, <laughs> then pop right up. <laughs> so, yeah. I get that. No, I, I get what you're saying because I, yeah, they don't do that stuff anymore. So it's all about electronics and what they do That's on YouTube and all that crazy. stuff. So yeah, it's really sad, man. Honestly, yeah. like it makes you wonder if the the whole industry eventually will just be like social media personalities, you know, and that's how they made their way in, you know, because I I don't really hear much about, you know, acting classes or acting schools, like, you know, like the groundlings. I never hear anything about the groundlings other than the people that went to the groundlings and you know, the groundlings, right? Mm. So it's, it's pretty much a, um, an improv school for comedy. So that like, you know, people like Dak Shepard, Melissa McCarthy, um, you know, these big time comedian actress, actresses and actors came up and that's the school to go to, to be seen and to uh, perform on stage as well. Like doing uh, uh, things in New York, uh, Broadway, uh, uh, things of that sort. But yeah, I don't hear much of that anymore. Now it's like, oh, we picked up uh, Charlie. uh, What's her name? Charlie. Charlie. Charlie uh, Dilemma. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Charlie Dilemma. <laughs> yeah, but she, she's the one, like, she blew up on TikTok, and all she did was set up her camera and do little dances. And now yeah. she's doing, like, character voices. She's on reality shows with her mom. She's doing yeah. like, this and that. And like, it's just, eventually, I think that's what's going to end up being because all the kids are so connected to their phones or tablets Yeah, that those are the only people they're seeing. Mm-hmm. So, so, you know, they don't get a chance to go out and, and try to make something of themselves in that way. So I guess that's yeah. a negative thing about these platforms, but I don't know. I, mean, I, I miss the old way, I guess. Yeah. I mean, when you think about it, what is like one of the things that all people nowadays, like if a new show comes out, a new movie comes out, most people are like, this movie's terrible. This, like the shows are terrible. So you can get people from social media, but if you're not gonna if they're not gonna put the work in and actually realize that oh i have to be good at this to keep doing it then mm-hmm. 
entertainment is going to be trash and they won't accept that. So yeah. they're either going to have to get good or somebody else younger than them will do it and then they'll get it. Yeah. I mean, who can, who's the last person you've seen that can even come close to comparing to someone like Jim Carrey, Robin Williams, you know, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, uh, the Melissa McCarthy's like, it's been so long since some, like a new person has, has come up and and, and could make you laugh. Like those people can, you know, Mm -hmm. and I just hope that doesn't go away. I oh, really I don't think it will. And I'll, and it's like, so because of how tense everything is nowadays with, oh, can you say it, can you not say Because it's so tense, a lot of people think that makes it harder to do comedy. That makes it so much easier. Because when everybody's topics. like, God, dog. can you not say it? Because all comedy is is tension breaking the tension. So when there's that much tension in everyday life, you can pick this, you can pick that, put that in your act, break the tension on it. I mean, it still has to be funny, so you got to work it out and make sure you're not just being a terrible human being. But when you yeah. can make that some something like that funny, because it's so tense nowadays, that is ripe for comedy. <laughs> yeah, like so, I, one of my favorite ones is you know Trevor Noah. Yeah, yeah, dude, I love Trevor Noah because he brings his intellectualness with it mm-hmm. so it's like how smart that man is yeah. but he turned it into a comedy and he just like changed everything how everything works especially on the daily show so i mean mm-hmm. just bringing your authenticity but you're bringing your knowledge and you're able to be funny about it i mean that's a genius and yeah. we need more laughter in this damn world god dogs and everyone everything's so uptight so why are you the man? You you might be the next icon. <laughs> I know Christian's on his way up, man. Oh, I, I mean, there's yeah. no doubt in my mind. As a matter of fact, so <clears throat> you going back to when we did the live show, that was my first time doing stand-up. I never thought I would be able to get up on stage and and do that and and uh and and be any good, which I wasn't that great, but I did a lot better than I thought I would, <laughs> you know. And I enjoyed it. And now like, I'll be honest, I watch your videos on YouTube and stuff and, and as, as a motivation for me. So you're motivating me to, to try to take the, the comment, the standup comedy to another level for myself, you know? And that's so uh, cool. (laughs) Yeah. So you're an inspiration to me already, man. And I, I appreciate it so much. I think you're amazing. Thank you so much. (laughs) And I'm honored to call you a friend too. I, I think it's so cool, man. That's so sweet. I appreciate that, dude. Yeah. You never realize when you're that you could ever be what somebody else was for you. You right. never realize. And then even when you are that in your mind, you're still like, I don't know if you want to be looking up to me yet. But it's so strange. And it's exciting when you when somebody tells you that, because it's like I still look up to some actors, some comedians. So it's awesome to hear that like that stuff's inspiring you yeah man because we it's we, anybody can right. um like get inspired so or not you know what i mean because like nowadays it's very easy to just not do something because like oh well they're already doing it or mm-hmm. this person they're they're pretty much taken away like it's so it's it'd be easy for a comedian who's starting right now to like look at matt rife Maybe like, mm. yeah, I'm not going to get into comedy because he seems like he's pretty much taking it all over. Dude, there's so much, there's so much 
places and spaces for people that still need to laugh that he's not going. Absolutely. There's places where Nate Bargatze, he's not going. There's so many untapped areas for comedy that – so don't give up. That's literally what it is is just if you think you're not going to do it, then you're not going to do it. But This, this is what I, I think uh, we should all commit to right now. Us three, at minimum, should all take a trip down to Austin, Texas and go to the Mothership, which is Joe Rogan's new comedy club, and perform it. there because – I mean, yeah, I'll get up there and do my thing, but I think if Joe Rogan gets a glimpse of you, man, and sees you perform, I think that would be a golden opportunity for some humongous things for you. I really do. I mean, Joe Rogan has so much pull, right? Whether it's in the comedy world, the podcasting world, the the commentating world, like whatever. Like he he's the man right now, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you get an opportunity to perform in front of him, it's like, and he likes it. It's like, you're, you're set up. Cause mm-hmm. once you get on his podcast, say, say he's like, dude, just come talk to me on my podcast. You're, that's all you need. He gets like 30 million views a week or something like that. Right. You know, something crazy like that, that would be a huge ticket. So I think that should be uh, something that we commit to at some point, taking a trip down there on an open mic night, yeah. spending the weekend and just doing it. I think exactly. that'd be cool. That would, that would be pretty cool. It's, it's actually funny that you even brought that up only because recently I've been trying, um, how do I word that? Like not to, so I, I completely understand like how people have certain comedians have this stash like, Oh, you, you meet them. you got them. You're golden. Um, I've been trying to get that out of my head actually. Oh, because I'm sorry. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, Kevin. My bad. No, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just but it's because it's so easy to like have people up there on that type of pedestal, and then like say we go there, and I'm not trying to be all negative in any in that, or anything, but this is just like how I've been. Like the more I've been reading my Bible and stuff, and it's about man can't do everything. I could get like we could get in front of him. And we could do, we could murder anything. He's like, yeah, well, James wears sunglasses inside, so I don't like him. You know what I mean? <laughs> it could be like one, and Damn, then we think, got me. oh, I can, I can never wear sunglasses inside again. But it's just like, be yourself. You know what I mean? And yeah. if you're doing what, and this is how I'm trying to be, if you're doing what God is calling you to do, no human can get in the way of that, no matter how hard they try. If God is using you to bring laughter to people, you're going to bring laughter to people no matter how many people it's in front of, no matter who the people are, if God's calling you to be beautiful and be a model, you going to dag on. Exactly. Thank you. James. <laughs> you going to do it. Yeah. You're gonna, if God's calling you to have a, an amazing podcast to reach people who don't have the money or can't leave their homes to go see comedy, dude, no human's going to get in the way of that. So I, that's what I've been trying to focus on. Just trusting that the Lord is leading something. And that if he puts me in contact with somebody or in any type of connection, that it's his will and that it's not anything from what I've done. And just like what James said, yes, we've been blessed with gifts and we're called to use those gifts. But if we worship those gifts, then we're missing the biggest part of who gave us those gifts. And that's it's so important to 
remember because <sighs> humans are not perfect and we can mess each other up very easily because we're naturally selfish and yeah. I don't want to hurt anybody that I love. You know what I mean? Right. And I don't, that seems like a lot of people who get really, really big or really famous, their friends automatically say they change. They don't, they're not like how they used to be And that. Why would you want to be famous if you're not close with the people you grew up with? Like if you two, Absolutely. like if one of you guys got huge and then like, imagine Kevin blew up and then he stopped talking to you, James, like you would feel terrible and it, right, right. Shame on you. Kevin, how Already you in advance. <laughs> how could you do that, Kevin? Yeah, I'm just, Kevin. You've Jesus. always been pretty, and now I'm somebody. Okay. <laughs> I ate all your. I ate all your cereal. Doesn't mean you have to take it that deep. Yeah, he hasn't told you those stories, now did he? Those little tiny ass. His bowls were this small, and that's how he would feed me. Here we go. Here we go. We're entering a whole new realm now, Christian. Here we go. <laughs> Thanks, Kevin. In advance, we're already not liking. <laughs> but Man. it's like, look, that type of relationship, like yeah. that, should be more important to us than fame. Absolutely. Yes, and for a lot of people, it's not. And now, before any of us have gotten to that type of stardom. It's so important to have a strong foundation. That's what some, so a lot of the actors in the, in the Mayberry Man show told me. Like, if you don't have any morals, or if you don't have strong mm -hmm. moral ground going into entertainment, it'll shatter everything that you've ever thought you believed, or ever mm -hmm. thought that you felt strong-willed in. Because you'll do anything you'd think to be for an entertainment. I mean, we we do things that most people don't want to do. Nobody wants to go embarrass themselves in front of a bunch of people unless right. you really want to hear people laugh. So we're already True. exposing ourselves in a way that most people don't expose themselves or don't wouldn't want to. Right. So if we don't have that, I won't do this. I don't want to think about that. I want to say these words, then we'll fall fast. Yeah. And yeah, man. I've always, forward. yeah, I've always told myself, I've kind of made like a promise to myself. I haven't really like, told many people this but i want to if something like that happened and i blew up like i want when, to be when when it happens i want to you know bring my friends with me that want to be involved like you know like the adam sandler thing how he has all of his friends and everything the will ferrell thing you know and will ferrell brings all of his buddies and, and I, that's how i want to be like i want to have our group you know be a be the happy madison group you know like of my of my world or something you know and just have all of my friends like be involved in so in in any which way or form they can be you know mm -hmm. i think that would be the best thing because then we all get to hang out we get to do things together we're all making money together we're all you know doing our thing and and that's that to me is important like i don't want to lose sight of my my friends have always been my family i haven't yeah. been close to a lot of um people unfortunately or my family unfortunately um like cousins i have but uh it, it's just been different for me but my friends they have been my family you know my yeah. entire life pretty much so yeah that that is definitely my goal and I, I know it's gonna happen i just hope it's it's in whoever's whoever's planning this for me i would like it to happen sooner than later but um, I'm just going to keep working hard, man. And, uh, I know you are going to do the same and 
you're gonna go places it's 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 amazing i love it appreciate it dude falling off of that i mean there's things that if you try like you were trying before but that door kept closing because it wasn't meant for you at that moment mm -hmm. and i 100 percent believe all that is true that when that door is open to walk in for that opportunity because i've had things happen to me quite often where it's like you get that failure part where it's like no you're not ready no you're not ready mm -hmm. but then when that time is you'll know because then you're already where you're at and you look back behind you like holy crap i'm looking at my timeline and I can connect those dots if I didn't meet this person, if I didn't actually talk to this person and wasn't on this podcast, if I didn't get to introduce this person in my world, none of this would have all happened, but it's part yeah. of destiny. So it's going to happen regardless of however you think. Like mm -hmm. out of the blue, he's just like, hey, you want to do a podcast? I'm like, okay. And then here we are. Now I'm sitting down, I'm talking with you and just a bunch of laughter and just and having fun. And, and I think yeah. it's just, I just see where this is all going. And, and it's like that great feeling of, it's going to happen no matter what. Mm -hmm. It's kind of funny to me because James is very, so he, he, like he said, he's done a lot of things. He's done the modeling, he's done commercials, but he's out of the loop when it comes to what is going on today. Like he, he has never been on TikTok. He <laughs> yeah. didn't know that podcasts were popular. He God. didn't know like you know, and it's, <laughs> it's like, dude, that this is where it's at right now. So getting to kind of introduce him to, I guess, what people are doing today and into today has been kind of fun and interesting. I'm still trying to get him on TikTok though. I, I think, you know, <laughs> I'm on it. I mean, yeah. I, he, told me put, he created an account. That's how a start. <laughs> I, I got to put my toe in the water. I want to just dive right in. It might be cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's cold. It is very cold. I promise. <laughs> It's freezing. I don't want to shrivel up on my first experience. I'm like, oh, okay. Geez. Thanks, Kevin. Didn't warn me how cold it was. Right. Oh, man. Well, Christian, dude, thank you so much, man. This has, again, been a blast. I can't believe it's been over an hour already. And uh, oh, we're not done yet. You're going to do some fun. Oh, oh, okay. So I okay. We're hear. not ending it yet, guys. Sorry. My you, got, bad. you got some new stuff. I want to hear it. I mean, do you have some new voice that you've been practicing on or anything on those lines? Uh, I don't know if I do voices like the way you think I do voices <laughs> because I don't really like study people for their voices. Uh -huh. It's more, I'll just, I do for their face. And then if a voice is comes and I'll do it and I don't really try to do it impressions of people that much anymore as much as when i was younger because now i'm trying to find my voice in comedy and i don't want to sound like somebody else yeah you invent so, your own characters yeah yeah okay but like that so whole you, like the whole uh the the one with the you know the girl voice that you do so spot on man yeah. like you know and that and that's your own you know that's your own character you know and um i know james do you have new character mm, of your own entity and everything uh... so like just like rise he has now new characters that he's been introducing so it's like it's almost maybe one of your alter egos of okay gangster yeah yeah gangster music <laughs> <laughs> i know what you mean i don't i feel like i'm just gonna disappoint you james <laughs> and i don't want to disappoint but... me 
I've I, been I've been waiting for this moment for the longest time anyway. But I just, <laughs> I, 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 just like to, I just like to hear your different voices when you're on there. You just you just just come up with one. And I'm like, oh, OK, because I think that's Christian. I don't think that's yeah. him like like, hey, I'm going to do this now. It, that's just how it comes out of his mouth. Like he just automatically you automatically just those facial expressions just yeah. come to you now and the voice just comes out of you and it's not ever okay, a plan, okay, okay. you know, it's just, Oh, here I am. You know, exactly. Unless yeah. it's like a bit that I'm writing for stage. It's like, if I'm going live and I'm doing the voices, I'm not think I'm just letting my vocal cords do whatever. And I'm not stopping it. Like if I'm doing a podcast like, th- like this, and if I'm trying to be more serious or not uh, be okay. too crazy or loud or anything, that I stop myself from doing some voices, but it's not like an impression. It's just an inflection, I would say. Uh, well, mm. just like Elsa would say, I would just say, "Let it go." Let and you're it being. Go. <laughs> I want to break free. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh, awesome. <laughs> see, there we go. That's see that, but that's you though. I mean, yeah. you can't take away from it. I know you want to be serious. Like, come on. Mr. President, we're going to be talking to the United States. So, <laughs> well, we're talking to the Pope for your matter. It's like, right. okay, we're going to have to keep this in the holiness of the grace. <laughs> Holy Grail. <laughs> oh, dude, when I pray, I do voices. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude. I like mean, I in your pray. head, or do you pray out loud? If I'm praying out loud, I'll flip a little thumb or I'll do a little bit of an accent right there. I mean, because that's just, if I'm talking, that's just how yeah. I'm talking. And if, Cause I'll talk to like, if I'm praying, I'll talk about Jesus literally about the day. Well, like, yeah, I'll be, I talked to him like it's this. Like, oh my gosh, Jesus! Did you see that dude earlier? Like, oh, <laughs> like in Walmart. Oh my gosh! And so I'll just talk to him like he's my friend, cause he is, and it really that really helps you find who you're supposed to be. Cause like for the longest time, I know a lot of people say I need to find myself. Mm. I want to go find myself and. What I've learned is that the world will lie to you about who you are or who you're supposed to be. The world will tell you who they want in the world. But when you see Jesus knew knew who you were before you were born. I know a lot of people like know the Bible verse. Uh, maybe if you even if you don't, that God knit you in your mother's womb before you were born. I mean, we know how biology works and how like we are actually formed. And that just hit me. Not even just hit me. I just heard it the other week is that God knit our souls. So like our personalities, he, that's what he was knitting in our mother's womb was who we are. So yeah. when we seek him, he'll tell us who we are. So like he knows I do voices. You know what I'm saying he knows James wants to do voices. He knows James doesn't. Yeah. Hey, hey. He knows James does a little shoulder <laughs> shimmy shake. Yeah. <laughs> he knows our personalities so well. And so when we seek him, he'll show us. A lot of people think, oh, if I go follow God, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be who I am. Like, I'm not going to. But that's it's the exact opposite. You'll find exactly who you're supposed to be. And that's the yeah. most freeing thing ever. Oh my gosh. It's so freeing. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I never thought of it that way, honestly. But it's true. It it truly is true. It um with what's next for you, man? I know you've been on tour. You have two more shows coming up. Where like promote yourself there first. Like where where are you gonna be this week? I will be in San Diego, California at Mike Drop Comedy Club. And then I'll be in Chandler. Or I'm sorry, on Wednesday. That's where I'll be. Okay. This Wednesday, November 8th. I'll be in San Diego, California. 
then the ninth, I'll be in Chandler, Arizona, and Mike Drop Mania. <clears throat> and both shows are at seven o'clock. And uh, the next thing, I don't even know if I can say this or not, but um, I'm gonna play it anyway. I got, I recently got booked with an eight. I got an agent recently. She's amazing, dude. So one of the first gigs she got me, this is definitely the biggest thing I've ever done. I'll be headlining for Faith and Family Night um, at the FedEx Forum in, what's it called? Memphis, Tennessee. Like after, so the Memphis Grizzlies are going to play against whoever they're playing against. And then I'm going to be doing comedy after the game. Wow. Good for you, man dude what yeah that's awesome a forum like just even using that word in the sentence like oh yeah i'll be performing and not even performing like headlining it dude it's insane so that's definitely the next biggest thing that's happening that's awesome man that's so cool i'm excited i man i hope i can not only get you here but i want to fly out somewhere and see you do one of those huge shows man i mean like i said you inspire me to to do the stand-up comedy stuff. And uh, I don't know. I, I just, I love talking to you, man. You always bring up my mood and you always, you know, it, it's just fun, dude. It really is. James, you have anything else for Christian before we take more of his time up? I don't know. I, I, I just wanted to do some types of voices. I don't know. I was like trying to train this voice. I'm like, <clears throat> let's do this. I mean, if you want to show him some of your voices, then I'm sure he'd be happy to hear them. I don't know. What would you, what would you like to hear? What would you like? I would like to hear, um, let me see, James, you seem like the type, let me hear your best impression of a bodyguard, a bodyguard bodyguard (laughs) protecting a very, very old superstar. In In Elmo's voice. In Elmo's voice? As a a bodyguard? (laughs) Yes, Elmo is a bodyguard. <laughs> okay. We're playing charades now, man. I know, right? <laughs> Elmo, I am your Elmo Gato. I'm going to take care of you. No worries. I'm going to bust a cop in his ass. No worries about it. <laughs> <laughs> Today is the end of your ass. Farewell. Farewell. <laughs> ah. <laughs> Elmo's got a blicky. Oh my God. I'm going to pull fiction on you, mom. You better watch yourself. That is amazing. Oh <laughs> I cannot wait till this uh, YouTube clip comes out because I'm oh putting Elmo's head on your, on your body. <laughs> you better have like the little dumb. <laughs> that is awful. Man. Uh, well, Christian, dude, this is amazing. Uh, Thank you so much for your time again, honestly. Like this, I'm surprised you don't have a podcast yet, to be completely honest. I think uh, you do really well talking to people and and uh, people enjoy talking to you. So if you ever, ever decide you want to do that, just let me know and I'll, I'll hook you up. So, thank you, dude. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. That'd be cool. But, well, thank you again for our, your time. And uh, man, we'll talk soon and we're going to get something going. Definitely. (laughs) All right, brother. Well, you take care and we'll talk soon. Thank you. I'll talk to you guys later. All right. Bye. Hold on. (laughs) Don't tickle me. Don't tickle me. (laughs) Hold on real quick, bro.
stop the recording.